Welcome in to Potty Pod Football. I am Dan, with me as always, Zandy, and we're after the first round, uh, which was wild. If if someone mocked this and posted it, they would have gotten destroyed on Twitter or Reddit or something like that because it was this. We knew this one was going to be kind of all over the place, but still didn't see a lot of these things coming. I mean, you know, Forbes. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, absolutely. There was a lot of. I mean, we expect expected. You know what I mean, but you—that's the—that's the idea. Is you, you never know what's gonna happen. And the last three years, three years ago, a little bit, two years ago, just unreal. And then this year, uh, the trades, trades have just skyrocketed. Mm-hmm. Uh, the number, the number that happened in the first round. Uh, I think last year there were like eight teams with two picks. Like it was crazy. Eagles uh, had three so first yeah. round picks last year and traded back to get yeah. another one for this year. Yeah, yeah. So it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was a wild night. I mean, we kind of expected that. Definitely not to the level that we got. And there were some big surprises, and there were some big uh, reaches. I almost say huge reaches, but some definitely some reaches. Emmanuel uh, but some fun stuff to talk about. Yeah. Well, let's get into it. So on this episode, we want to do a quick recap of what happened in round one, and then we want to do also a quick two second and third round mock. So Andy. A lot to get into today. Let's get into it. Uh, the first is Bryce Young, off the board, Carolina Panthers. This was kind of expected for a long time, although things kept moving. nobody. Well, yeah. Even though they were trying to play, like, ridiculous smoke screens. Like, all of a sudden, C.J. Stroud's at the top. All of a sudden, Anthony Richards at the top. Then Will Levis at the last second goes to the roof. But Bryce Young well, is probably the best quarterback in the class, so that's why you take him. Now, let's keep in mind, Vegas doesn't move the odds. The the betters move the odds. Yeah. So so when people hear some ridiculous, see some ridiculous tweet somewhere that says Will Levis may go to Houston, people start throwing a lot of money to Vegas for Will Levis, mm-hmm. and that causes the it to go up. So I think there was a lot of miscommunication from people on like, well, Vegas moved it to there, so Vegas must think this is happening, and they know everything. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Reddit, <laughs> some random redditor posted Will Smith is moving to. Uh, Carolina. Will Smith that, is moving to Carolina. Will Smith, Will Evans, <laughs> and that caused like a massive influx of betting, which caused the line to go up. You better so, keep Will Smith's uh, name out your mouth. <laughs> you better. Uh, but uh, yeah, so Bryce Young. I mean, that, some word came out yesterday that uh, Carolina knew exactly who they were trading yeah, up for. That's not surprising from the very beginning. Yeah. yeah, and the rest was just due diligence. Yeah. Uh, so good for them. Yeah. Uh, next is the Houston Texans who take. They had the number two and number 12. They take C.J. Stroud, probably the next best quarterback uh, in the class. Um, I and, love it. The sturdiest. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> um, the safest. Yeah, yeah. He's probably, I mean, after Bryce Young, probably the most ready to start week one. Um, and I, he just seems like a good dude. He got a lot of slack thrown his way. I think a lot of people were trying to get him to drop because everyone knew Bryce Young was yeah. going first. They're trying to get they Houston to get out of there um, or to trade back. Um, but they take C.J. Stroud, and I loved his, I loved how he came on in his interview after getting picked. Um, then the only person who picked it, this is Daniel Jeremiah the, the night before, but the Texans trade back to the third, give up a haul um, for Will Anderson. So now they've got their captains going forward on both the offense and defensive sides. Yeah, these are the most important positions 
in the NFL, arguably, mm-hmm. and they've got their captain at both. So they they gave up some picks for sure, but I mean they got they got studs at both positions. So this, I was amazed. The whole NFL was blown away by this. Like part of me was like, uh, I'm just a Texans fan. I'm a homer. So this to me was like the craziest move of the draft, and it was wild and nuts, right? Kansas City, the draft. Uh, there were there were people reporting from Kansas. They're like. The second Texans traded to number three, the entire crowd of red jerseys went nuts. Yeah. They couldn't believe it. Like, it was a big deal to the oh, whole yeah. NFL because it changed the trajectory of the whole draft. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, I mean, I think this was great. I just saw the interview with Will Anderson, just how giddy he was after the draft that he's mm-hmm. like, these people in Houston are my coworkers now. Yeah. I'm a man. Yeah. He said that. He goes, I'm a, he goes, I'm a working man. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what a great attitude yeah. already. Like he's there to work. So yeah, no, I, I love those two picks and yeah, blew me away. Yeah. I love those. Uh, then next comes the Colts. we got Anthony Richardson. A lot of people had Levis going to them, but it turns out nobody liked Levis. Uh, this made sense for the Colts. He was the third best quarterback on the board. Probably. I, it's going to be interesting. They've got Gardner Minshew there, who will probably start. I don't know mm-hmm. if you want Anthony Richardson starting for a whole year. Certainly not week one. He's got a lot of uh, raw potential, but you're going to have to kind of uh, iron that out. I think early, though. I think because of his legs, mm-hmm. he'll start earlier than another quarterback would have. Yeah, I agree. Uh, for for that team. But, you know, but... Uh... I, I, you know, I feel like that uh, meme with like that guy surrounded by fire saying it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a little worried about Anthony Richardson in Indianapolis. Yeah, like, why our division? Yeah, but uh, yeah, he's you know it's it's so polarizing, man. He could go. He's really it's kind of a coin flip because we talked about the fact that uh, uh, quarterbacks that have only played one year in the college have almost never worked out. Yeah, so we'll we'll see going forward. Yeah. Um, next was the Seattle Seahawks who took Devin Witherspoon and right before the draft we kind of heard that they want to bring back the Legion of Boom and that's a good good that's a good way to do it is with Devin Witherspoon he brings that nastiness um, that you had with those guys before I mean he plays you get everything from him he gives you everything he's got and him on the other side of Tariq Woolen with Jamal Adams who was probably going to dip down into linebacker and then Quandre Diggs and then Julian Lovett Nickel like I, I love that they also got Kobe Bryant who probably slips into the the uh, free sa- or the strong safety role for next year I, I love it I think it's they are putting together something really interesting there Woolen and Witherspoon are going to be hor- horrific mm-hmm. and they're going to take out Ayuk and Debo Samuel which is huge in that division so uh, yeah that'll be that'll be really interesting really interesting to see how they build from here but uh Love that pick. Yeah. Um, and then the Arizona Cardinals trade back up from 12 to Detroit. Six. Yeah, to six for Detroit. This is kind of an interesting one. We'll kind of go into it a little bit later. But yeah. um, with Detroit to take Paris Johnson Jr., that's a great thing for them. They got a bunch of tri- uh, picks moving from three, eventually down to six. And they got probably the best tackle on the draft, which they need. He'll play guard probably for this year. And then flex out to tackle next year. And Kyler demanded it. So Oh really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't he demanded blame him. uh Tristan Wirfs last year and they passed on him. The year before Sewell and they passed on him. And that he's like, Listen guys, I want Paris Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> and they said that and they're like, uh, all right. And they ended up trading back and got him, even though they they traded back from out of three. So yeah, that was a great place to get him. Yeah, that was smart. Well it's a new new GM, new regime, new coach, so 
I'm glad yeah. they're listening to him because, my God, yeah, that guy can't take the hits. Um, next yeah. is the Raiders, who made the most Raiders pick. Tyree Wilson, uh, a lot of talent, yeah. a lot of potential, may never be right again with this uh, list Frank injury. You said you were looking into this pretty much a, a ton, so yeah. tell me about that. Yeah, yeah Dr. Chow saying just that uh, by the nature of the list Frank injury he had, he's not saying it's impossible. He's just saying that there's a good chance that he can never get the power that he had again. I mean, he may be playing at 85% from here on out of what he used to have, which, as you know, as an edge rusher, the smallest the smallest dip is the difference between good and great. Mm-hmm. You know, So he might go from great to just being a good edge rusher, um, which this early is, is a big, you know, you passed on some elite talent. Yeah. Like Jalen Carter. So uh, and let's face it, Jalen Carter and the Raiders, that would have been fine. Yeah, yeah, because they they've <laughs> got fine. they've got Max Crosby at edge. They need some help in the interior. Jalen Carter would have been unreal there. Although the only thing is, I mean, you got a guy like Jalen Carter with issues. Um, you don't want to bring him out to Vegas. Yeah, the Vegas is not a great place. The Raiders organization is not a place to bring him. Yeah, um, I'm just saying Henry Ruggs. So yeah, so yeah, another Raiders pick. All right. The next yeah. is the Atlanta Falcons, who took Bijan Robinson, and did not surprise us. Did it? Yeah, no, that's perfect. And me and my buddy, who were watching the draft together at a bar, uh, we co-own a fantasy team that pays out a lot of money. And so, <laughs> last year was our initial draft, and I, I was like, no, 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 we can get, we got Sam Howell and Desmond Ritter very late. I was like, these are the guys. I was like, I don't like Malik Willis as much. Let's go with these guys. And now they're both starters, and now, and this yeah. pick shows you that look. We are going to give Desmond Ritter all the weapons we can. We're going to put him in the best possible situation to succeed. And I've heard that the Falcons are all in on Ritter too. So this is exciting. Yeah, this is this is this is big because Bijan can do everything. Mm-hmm. And I think this is this is division that is yeah. We've heard the term up for grabs a bunch this last couple of days, but mm-hmm. uh, it really it truly is. And Bijan to me is the type of guy that all three defenses are going to have to completely change their game plans against the Falcons on now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he, Tyler Algier, good for him. He's, he's fine. Uh, he did some good things as a rookie, but he is not Bijan. Yeah. <laughs> and Bijan is a true game changer. So yeah, this is, this is Falcons are going to be fun to watch, man. They're going to yeah. be a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. And I'm going to kind of get to this a little bit later with the lions pick, but just remember that yeah. the Falcons took Bijan at eight and the Lions traded out of six. Uh, next yeah. is the Philadelphia Eagles, who took Jalen Carter, which is genius. See, they're basically recreating the Georgia defense from last year. They've got N'Kobe Dean and Jordan Davis last mm-hmm. year. This year, they get Jalen Carter, and we'll tell you a little bit later um, about the other one. But Jalen Carter and Jordan Davis next to each other on the interior is insane. It really is. They, they recreated their defense from last year, but with young <laughs> yeah. talent for the next five years that's gonna be it's gonna be terrifying i mean Jalen, like you said Jaden carter jordan davis and fletcher cox rotating uh and brandon oh graham God. yeah well on the oh on the interior yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and josh sweat Derek burnett yeah i mean you got tons of players but yeah my goodness i mean and isn't no yeah yeah I mean, and nolan yeah, smith so, who they got who fell oh. all the way to 30 which is shocking um, yeah. And then they got Nicobe Dean, who they got last year as their Mike Hassan Reddick, who's been great for them. And then you're going to have Nolan Smith on the other side who can play off ball or can rush the passer. Rush, rush the passer. Yeah. They're going to be horrific. They're, they're going to be horrific to, to play against. And 
not only that, but you've got your offensive core locked in long term too. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's what's so mind blowing about this <laughs> uh, and locking up the quarterback long term. So the, the Eagles are going to be a problem for the next five years. Uh, and this was God. This was an amazing draft for them. Well, their thing was in the Super Bowl. They could not get the Chiefs off the field. So now they're like, all right, we're going to start getting people off the field. And my God, I mean, picking up Terrell Edmonds and free agency, retaining Darius yeah. Slay and James Bradbury, and they like Avante and Maddox, and, and Nickel is solid. Yeah, there's something to be said, too, about interior pass rush specifically. Mm-hmm. I mean, that just disrupts quarterbacks so much. Yep. And uh, and it's and it's terrifying. And, and to have that three-man rotation, and, and not just the three-man rotation side of things, but Carter and Davis getting to learn from Fletcher, Fletcher Cox too. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is that's a hell of a mentor to have in the room with you. So yeah, yeah, they're gonna be they're gonna be a serious problem for a long time in that division. Yeah, um, the Bears and the Jalen Carter pick they moved up one spot with the Bears, who then ended up taking Darnell Wright, which uh, that's solid. And he'll play right tackle. Um, they still got Braxton Jones, who they drafted in the fifth last year, as their left tackle, which is concerning. But the thing is, I actually like the rest of their offensive line. So they're going to move Tevin Jenkins into right guard. Maybe Darnell Wright moves to left. They have Tevin Jenkins at mm-hmm. right tackle. I don't. They can play with some things there. They get Nate Davis in free agency. Cody Whitehair is a solid center. Like he's not great. He's solid. Um, so yeah. they're missing on left tackle, but everything else there, they've is much improved. Yeah, I mean the key is yeah the whole offense is improved for for Justin Fields. So yeah. they're they're clearly building around Justin Fields, and they, you know, all, there was a smokescreen about them potentially trading. So good for them. Uh, they also improved their defense quite a bit. So they're I think they're going to make a big turn for the better. Yeah, uh, this year I, it, I don't know if they're going to be playoffs, but they're going to be much better than they were this past year. Yeah, it's exciting being a Texans fan and living in Chicago, kind of rooting for both and seeing them kind of raise up from at the Teams ashes. On the up. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, for sure. Next is Tennessee Titans. They take Peter Skaronsky. They needed help on the offensive line. I don't know where he'll play, but he's a huge help just right off the bat for them. Yeah, I mean they're gonna they're gonna have to really hope he can play tackle. I think I, you know. I guess they'll figure that out during camp, or, but they have in their head what he's going to do. Um, right now, he's listed as a guard, but I, I, think, I he'll play guard. think he's better than Andre Dillard. I do too. Yeah, they got Dillard to play left tackle, who's probably better at guard. Um, the problem is they just don't. They just need bodies. I mean, Petit Ferrer, I like his right tackle. They just need bodies mm-hmm. at this point because their offensive line is so so bad. Um, they could go offensive line the next Thanks. two picks, and it would make sense. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, next is the Detroit Lions, who, through a lot of trading, got Jameer Gibbs. Here's the thing. They got him at 12. They had the pick at 6 mm-hmm. that they traded with the Cardinals. If you're going to take a running back high, why would you not take B. John Robinson? I know a lot of people are much higher on Jameer Gibbs. Apparently, the NFL was much higher on Jameer Gibbs all around um, mm-hmm. than we were. Uh, supposedly, the Jets... The reason they, they the Jets wanted Jameer Gibbs, they were hoping he would fall to them, just because Brace Hall. Brace Hall. Well, he oh he got hurt. Yeah, he's got the ACL, and he'll probably be out a good portion of this year. And they're in win now mode. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't hate it. I just, but I'm with you. Like, I think they gained like a fifth and a or fourth and a sixth in that trade, right? With uh, mm-hmm. I, I think, and so I, I mean, why up. not just. Why not just get uh, Bijan Robinson? Yeah. <laughs> Instead of those extra late picks, I mean, Bijan made way more sense. But 
uh, okay. <laughs> and, I mean, they've got David Montgomery. They've got uh, DeAndre Swift on the team. So uh, word is that it's already been reported that the Lions are actively shopping DeAndre Swift for, during the second round. Yeah. So they're looking to, to trade for another pick now that they got Gibbs in the fold, which isn't surprising. You're yeah. not going to go into with those three high-end running backs all on the same team. So, yeah. Um, some team is going to get a lot better with DeAndre Swift today. Yeah. So it looks like Detroit sent – they, they switched the 6th and the 12th, and Detroit also sent pick 81 to the Cardinals, but received a second rounder, the 34th, and the 168th oh, okay. in return. Uh, all right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're picking up a second. I don't hate it. And let's face it, they're going to trade uh, DeAndre Swift and probably pick up another second. So yeah. maybe a third, but uh, we'll see. But how interesting if it uh, if he goes to the Jets. Yeah, that would be. <laughs> who, didn't, who didn't get their guy. Yeah. yeah that could be interesting. Um, next is Green Bay Packers taking an edge as they always do. Uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba <laughs> is there. Um, so we're, you know, Zay Flowers, I thought it's a little bit early for him, but they take Van Ness, who's going to be solid. He's going to be really good. He'll, it looks like they'll probably play him on the edge. They like big edges. Um, yep. or he can put on some weight and play inside, which I'd prefer, but I think they're going to have him play so. his edge. Yeah. Um, next is Steelers who traded up, uh, with New England and took, I think they only traded up two spots, one spot, no, yeah. three spots, because they were at 17. Oh, yeah, three, 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 you're right. Yeah. 17 to 14. Yeah, and they took Broderick Jones. Look, they needed, they needed, they needed offensive line, desperately, 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 and the corners are all falling, so maybe they can get a decent one with the 33rd overall pick, which seems very likely, I think. Um, Joey Porter Jr. is ready. Yeah. Is available. Which is perfect. He's a, he's, he's a legacy there. So they, if they walk away with Roderick Jones and Joey Porter Jr., I mean, that's – you can't ask for much more. They need help on both places. Roderick Jones is a massive man, and uh, I think that's a great pick for him. They just needed to go – they were running low on offensive tackles, and they needed to do something. So I love that pick for him. No, huge, huge pick. You and I were were going to lose it if they didn't get a tackle. Yeah. <laughs> to protect that, can you pick it? I mean, I would have lost it. Like, yeah. What are you thinking? That lost it, but yeah, no. Perfect pick, fell to the right spot, good for them. Well, and I think they moved up because the Jets are next, and they took Will McDonald, and yep. a lot of people knew they wanted um, some help on the interior, on the offensive yeah. line, especially because they don't know what Mackay Becton's going to do. Dwayne Brown is 38. Um, they got a sophomore at right tackle, so I think they were probably going to take Broderick Jones. Steelers move up. I had the, I had the the Steelers. I was mocking them moving up to the Texans at 12. Like the whole, yeah. almost the whole time. Of course, at the time, Jets and Packers had switched, so Jets were at thirteen. Right. But so it kind of worked out that way. I think Will McDonald will be. I mean, they're going to have just continuous edge rushers just coming the whole and time. Carl Lawson's getting old, you mm-hmm. know. So I mean, not not old, but no. I mean, you know. Um, so yeah, I think that's a that's a good pick, and I think you're right. They definitely would have taken a tackle um, had they not traded in front of them. So. Yeah. Uh, that move, that move just makes all the sense in the world. And then, yeah, the Jets. And that also, I, I really like Will McDonald. So yeah, we'll see I do too. how he plays. But yeah, that could be that could end up being a pretty darn good pick. Yeah. Um, the next one makes no sense, which is right on brand for the <laughs> Commanders, who took Emmanuel yeah. Forbes, the skinniest of all the cornerbacks. Uh, I know a lot of people in the NFL were kind of high on higher him on him than a lot of people that were drafting, mock drafting, or just news reporters. Um, yeah. What's crazy is the Patriots take Christian Gonzalez right after that. Like, why would you not take Gonzalez there? You need some size yeah. in the in the secondary, 
And yeah. he's so Something rangy. spooked him about Gonzalez. Do really. what? I, something must have spooked him about Gonzalez. I, I can't figure out what it would be. <laughs> but something. I mean, because you're right. I mean, there was, there was a big drop <laughs> between him and the next best corner. Uh, I, I can't believe he didn't go, honestly, seven picks earlier. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, weird pick by Forbes because he's got to put on weight, a lot of weight. And somebody was kind of joking yesterday. They're like, look, uh, people act like all Amanda Forbes got to do is throw on 20 pounds and he's going to be amazing. Uh, he's like, the dietitians and the coaches at Mississippi State aren't stupid. <laughs> they've, they've tried to add 20 pounds. <laughs> They're having a hard time adding 20 pounds on this guy. He's got a high metabolism. He runs like crazy. He's like, you know, it's not easy just to throw on 20 pounds. And uh, so the likelihood of Forge being able to do that, highly unlikely. But so, yeah, to me, really weird pick. It's the right, it's the right position for the commanders to draft, in my opinion. I think those, they really needed a corner. You and I were a couple times kind of had them picking corners. <laughs> Forbes over Gonzalez, though, just mind-blowing. Yeah, but it makes perfect that. sense. Because no one has players falling to their lap more than Bill Belichick. Yeah, yeah right. Who <laughs> gets Christian Gonzalez at 17. Good for him. The trade back was perfect for him. Got a little extra uh, draft capital for still getting the player he probably wanted at 14. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, that worked out well. Um, next is the Lions take Jack Campbell, which is crazy. We had him, a lot of times I had the Texans taking him with their 33rd pick. Yeah, and yeah. the second. I think he is, I think he's probably, I think I had him listed as my favorite linebacker. Um, yeah, yeah, he's like probably the top linebacker. Yeah. After, or definitely arguably, right? And uh, so. I had Nolan Smith. I had Nolan Smith as an off-ball linebacker, okay. but uh, yeah, I had Jack Campbell as my second. And But he's a pure Mike linebacker. And him and Malcolm Rodriguez in the middle, it's going to be hard to run mm-hmm. on those guys. If you can't get the interior defensive line guys to stop the run, then you, you improve your linebackers. Uh, and that's what they did. Yeah. And I think he's going to be, I think he's going to be a beast. Yeah. But both picks by the lines though, seemed like they were a slight reaches. Yeah. Like, like I feel like there was better players for them at, at each position. And I'll be honest with you. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised they didn't address potentially address like uh, with Smith Nigba or something because they're going to lose Jamison Williams for half the season. But they uh, said before the draft that they weren't planning on doing anything like that. They might pick someone up in free agency after the draft or someone later. Yeah. Um, but it's they, not a bad plan. Yeah, I, I think so too. Just because you're they needed to invest in their offense was like one of the top ones last year. They needed to without the defense was terrible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that, this makes sense for me and they needed to stop the run. They were having tr- a lot of uh, struggles stopping the run. So this will help. Next right. is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who take Elijah Cancy. You said you didn't like this one. I didn't like the positional pick. I mean, I agree with you that ha- having him next to Vita Vey is, is enormous. It's going to make him better. It's going to help Vita Vey. It's going to be a terror on the interior D line. For, uh, for teams that are playing against Tampa, and they've got good linebackers on the outside. So, I mean, as far as the defense goes, like, the, the pick makes sense for the team. I'm just surprised that, honestly, I kind of thought they'd go Will Levis. Um, and maybe, obviously, you know, obviously, they, they might not think he's a good quarterback. But, uh, as does I everyone, apparently. Levis, yeah, I kind of thought Levis or Hendon Hooker would be the, the fit here because – Kyle Trask, I'm, I'm just, I am not at all sold on. I don't even think they're sold on him. Yeah. I don't think anybody is. No. And then they're going to Well, they got Baker. Probably, 
<clears throat> they've got Baker, but they're going to probably lose. Uh, yeah, Baker. They're going to probably lose both receivers next year. Their their contracts are up, and they're and they're wanting enormous paydays, um, and they're cap strapped next year. So I kind of thought again, a uh, Smith Nigba or a Quentin Johnson, Zay Flowers, Addison, whatever their pick of receiver was, because they were all there. I kind of thought they'd grab their receiver to replace Mike Evans or or uh, uh, with, uh, Chris Godwin and potentially even have the ability to trade one of those guys during the draft Yeah, um, to get more draft capital later. But, um, yeah, didn't do it. <laughs> I mean, I don't have a problem with it. I mean, their front, because they run a, a, an odd front, their front is going to be Vita Vea, Logan Hall, and Kalijah Cansey. Like, the thing is, Kalijah Cansey makes sense there because Vita Vea is an enormous human being, and he's going to eat up uh, blocks, and so Cansey's going to be able to work better on the interior. And then you got Logan Hall, who kind of plays a little bit of everything, um, we'll see if he can be better this year. He, he had kind of like a, it was hit and miss last year, but it takes, it takes scrimmage guys usually like a year or two to get what's going on. So I, I don't, I don't hate it. Um, they have a lot of work yeah. to do all over the place. And so they, I think they just took the best player available for them. I don't, and I don't have an issue with it. Well, the next four picks are going to have a theme. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Tell me if you pick up on it, but, uh, the Seahawks do kind of what I said that the Bucks should do. Um, they know they've got Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf last year, and they cannot keep them both. Mm-hmm. Um, and they may even lose them both. Who knows? But yeah. uh, they're, they're definitely losing one. And so they pick up a receiver for the future. And Jackson, Jackson Smith-Nigba, who, who can play right away in the slot, and and, uh, and they've still got their out-route guys. So I think it's a really great fit for the team. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is another spot where there were some people that were – surprised that they didn't go QB at 20, uh, you know, and they totally believe in Gino. But again, with Levis and then Hooker, maybe you don't believe in them. Yeah. So uh, maybe they get so one yeah, next that... year or they get one in the second or third round. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I could, you know what? It's I could usually... see getting Jaron Hall late. I really like Jaron Hall. I think they can get him late, have him sit for a couple mm-hmm. of years and then maybe play. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. Well, I think the, the, the question mark too was like, and uh, we, talk about this on, on the podcast a lot is when it, when a player has a, an insane year in a new system or it's a rookie, usually year two defensive coordinators have time to sit back, look and plan on how to attack that. Yeah. And there tends to be a big come, come back to earth, <laughs> you know? And so Geno Smith, like he came out of nowhere, took people by surprise, blew the, took the NFL by storm. But next year, like this coming year, I wouldn't be surprised to see a big, reduction in productivity from them just because all these DCs are going, okay, well, let's game plan against that guy now. (laughs) He got our attention, and that's not a great thing. But (laughs) but they still get to play the Cardinals twice a year, so that helps. (laughs) Fair enough. Next is the Los Angeles Chargers, who take the most typical Los Angeles Chargers pick and take Quinton Johnson because they love big guys. They love big receivers. It was rumored that they wouldn't be able to keep uh, Mike Williams uh, and Keenan Allen this year and that they were going to trade one. Um, the GM famously said, uh, leave my receivers alone. And so they got Quentin Johnson, who will take over for one of those guys. Mike Williams, I would think. Yeah. yeah. I think Mike Williams. I wouldn't be surprised to see him traded during the draft tonight. Mike Williams? Yeah, yeah I, I could, could see, see that because they are kind of redundant. But You weren't going to get a first for him anyway. So if they want to trade him during the draft tonight and grab a third or whatever, uh, because you know he has a contract with him. And I think he has next year he's under contract as well. Uh, but they just knew that the cap space was creeping up. I feel like Keenan so, Allen makes more sense. He's 31. Yeah, potentially. I, my, but 
I think Mike Williams got hurt way more. He, he did, <laughs> yeah. He honest. does get hurt a lot. Yeah, you know, so that's that's why I thought that. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, hey, next next one we got is the Ravens. What have we, what has everybody said they need? <laughs> it's no surprise. A wide receiver. So they got Odell Beckham, and now they draft Zay Flowers, who makes sense. Uh, he makes sense for that team. Is exactly what they needed. Uh, somebody fast that can take the top off and. They've got a coordinator that's going to take advantage of receivers for the first time in Lamar Jackson's career. Uh, so yeah, great. I think this is this is a great pick. Yeah, I think it's perfect for him. Yeah, they got a good receiving core now. They're going to, they're moving on from Greg Roman, so they're going to have a more pass happy. Pass heavy. Yeah, pass heavy. Uh, they're going to pass more than they used to. Uh, <laughs> but they've got the offense. They need a sec- they need a corner in the uh, the next round. They need some defense in the next round, but I think their offense is pretty set for next year. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the next one is Minnesota continue. Vikings, who take Jordan Addison. Uh, the run on wide receivers continues. This one, this I, I was sitting with my... people. Yeah, I was sitting with my buddy, I was, and he's like, you think they take Jordan Addison? I was like, I don't know. I like K.J. Osborne a lot um, for a number two receiver, and Jordan Addison kind of feels like redundant of uh, Justin Jefferson. And then in, right away, they took Jordan Addison. So I think they're <laughs> just going to kill people, you with speed. Well, there was, a lo- there was a lot of smoke that the Vikings were looking to trade with the Texans at 12, uh, and among some other teams, to to draft him in Hooker. So when he fell to him all the way to 23, um, I was kind of shocked that they didn't get the heir apparent to Kirk Cousins. Because there was even... Uh, a bunch of smoke that they were looking to trade Kirk Cousins mm-hmm. this offseason, and they and Kellen Mond behind him is terrible. Yeah, so uh, I, I'm surprised that they didn't that they didn't because I feel like they're in a position they could have drafted a quarterback at 23 and let him sit a year. Yeah, um, yeah, they got Will Levis there, which or or yeah. Hinden Hooker, Hinden Hooker, or Hinden Hooker would have made a lot of sense. Yeah, I know that was very that, surprising to me. That's, that's what I'm saying with all the with all the talk that they were going to trade up to get Hooker. To have him fall and then not take him just blew my mind. So yeah, uh, well, and also remember, right, right some of these GMs and coaches are idiots, and they make really <laughs> bad picks. Because I, what is it like? Was it something like thirty percent of the first round picks end up being busts? I think that's true. Yeah. Do 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 do. That's great. <laughs> uh, the Giants trade up to twenty four, and uh, they draft Deontay Banks, who fell all the way to twenty four. I love it. That? Yeah, I love that. Yeah, um, so good. Yeah, they needed so a wide good. receiver. There weren't any left, um, and I don't know if they would have taken those guys. Zay Flowers would have just been more, you know, small receiver for them. Quentin Johnson kind of would have made the only sense. Maybe Jordan Addison, um, but Deontay Banks is perfect. They needed corner help, and now they are that. That's a great corner. And you got to beat the Eagles in that division. Yeah. So, yeah, they've got two incredibly great receivers, and you've got a Dory Jackson. <laughs> yeah, who's like five foot eight. And uh, yeah, that's uh, they, they desperately needed that corner here. And yeah, I mean, like you said, couldn't couldn't be a better player to fall to him here. They they couldn't have hoped for anything better. So great pickup for those guys. Um, and now there's been another trade. The Jags have traded back a second time, uh, so the Bills could move up and grab exactly what you think they would grab. No, not really. They grabbed Dalton Kincaid, uh, their top tight end on the board. Um, you love. You love Knox. <laughs> I know. I don't love, love Knox. I think he's Knox fine. I just like. I just think they need more help on the offensive line. I would have loved Osiris Torrance here. 
Yeah, no, I, I understand. Uh, I understand. And, and I, I agree, honestly. Uh, but I guess they feel they're, they're doing the Romo thing where they're like, well, you can get away from pressure, so we're just going to keep letting you do that <laughs> and find you a, a pressure relief valve and another really high-end tight end. Now, I do think Dalton Kincaid has potential to be way better than Knox. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I think he's going to be I yeah. think he's gonna be really, really good. He's going to be more of a true yeah. Y instead of like an inline uh, linebacker, yeah. or I mean tight end. <clears throat> yeah, which, I mean, for the Bills, to me, makes so much sense because that's going to help Stephon Diggs. That's going to help people have to keep the middle of the field honest. Um, and it's probably going to help their, their run game a little bit. So, yeah, I'm, 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 I don't hate it at all. I, I agree with you. I think there was other picks that might have been potentially better for them, especially when we see that all the other tight ends have fallen. But, uh, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I don't hate it. Uh, moving on, Cowboys take Mozzie Smith. This is kind of a lot of people have had the Cowboys taking him. Um, it makes some sense. I mean, he feels like a cowboy guy. He's going to be a space eater uh, on the interior, and it's not flashy. Um, nope. It looks like they've got him listed as nose tackle. <laughs> it looks like they got him listed as nose tackle. I mean, he is three thirty-seven. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> I mean, well, he's going to be able to eat up blocks and let Demarcus Lawrence kind of get free a little bit more. Yeah. 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 I mean, he he will. Um, if Nevin, Neville Gallimore can ever get his act together, that's actually a pretty formidable front four. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I see a lot of things that they could have grabbed. <laughs> I don't know yeah. if Monty Smith would have been my pick, but uh, I, I'm really worried about, for them, I mean, I don't care if they win or lose, but I'm, really <laughs> I'm, I'm shocked for them that they didn't address their O-line. Yeah. Anton Harrison was still there. Uh, oh, Osiris Torrance was there. There were a lot of things they could have done to to make their team better, and I, I just don't feel like this was as effective. But, you know, again, I don't hate it. I don't think he's like he's a bad player. I think he's going to be a very productive player on this defense, and their defense is, quite frankly, fun to watch. So yeah. this, this will make it better. Um, and then I, I would imagine next round, if there's not a good alignment there, uh, they address the fact that Leighton Van Der Esch is, is – uh, you know, has an injury history. Yeah. is in year six. So. Yeah, I think he'll be moving on. He's on a one-year deal, too. I, I like their interior offensive line. I just, yeah, they need a tackle. Tyron Smith is getting older. Terrence Steele, you don't want him on the right side. But So maybe they take no. a right tackle later. I don't know. I mean, DeWan Jones was there. As a right tackle, he could have played David. Yeah. Uh, Anton Harrison. Yeah. Anyway, doesn't matter. Uh, the next up is a fun one. Yeah, Anton uh, Harrison. The, <laughs> Anton Harrison to the uh, to the Jaguars. Actually, I was looking below that. Whoops. But uh, yeah, the Jaguars. Meh. Cam Robinson's in trouble. He's going to miss like six games, I think. Due yeah. To performance build, enhancing. Uh, uh, performance enhancing drug test. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I like this for them. Yeah, I like this. I was never big on Cam Robinson either. A- anyway, I think you could probably bring him in, maybe have him play guard or something. But yeah, why not protect Trevor Lawrence? Right? Yeah, I think th- so. I like this for them. It's scary that the Jags are doing drafting so Gross. well. Uh, yeah, gross. yeah, next one is interesting. So the Bengals take Miles Murphy, which is shocking. Yeah. Um, especially yeah, with Joey yeah, Porter yeah. Jr. still available. I thought they might go corner. Um, maybe even mm-hmm. maybe even get another safety. I guess they like Cam Taylor Britt from who they got last yeah, year. Cam Taylor Britt played pretty well last year. Yeah. Yeah, no, he played pretty well. Okay. I, I would have thought that he they would have drafted Joey Porter to take over for Chidobi. Chidobi was a yeah, you hate Chidobi. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not a huge fan of that guy. I never have been. I'm just he's just always reminded me of just 
He's just fine. He's like when Kareem Jackson played a corner. You're like, oh, play yeah. safety. <laughs> the corner is ugh. Yeah. Um, you don't trust him on the outside. So uh, that was my only issue. But uh, I love the pick. I mean, I love Miles Murphy joining that team. And, and uh, Sam Hubbard's fine, but he's not as good as Miles Murphy. So And now they have, you know, they have Joseph Osai also. So they'll have some rotational yeah. uh, terrors. <laughs> Which is kind of the thing now. You need that to keep your guys yeah. fresh. I wouldn't be surprised if they took uh, a D lineman uh, in the next couple rounds. You know, for me, it's ever since the Giants that year they had Strahan and uh, um, the young uh, dude that blew off his finger, uh, Jason Pierre-Paul. Mm-hmm. That young Jason Pierre-Paul that were just dominant as ends, and they draft Justin Tuck in the first round, and you're like, what? <laughs> and then they go to the Super Bowl because yeah. they have rotational – uh, edge rushers, and ever since then, I've always been a huge fan of uh, of getting another really high end backup edge rusher. So yeah, yeah not bad at all. Good yeah. Um, next is the Saints, who took. I think this is the perfect pick for both them yeah. and for the player. They get Brian Bercy. Uh That fits perfect. Mm-hmm. They have their interior defensive line is really bad. I mean, their entire defensive line is bad. They got Cam Jordan, who is I think forty seven, and then although still still killing it. Peyton Turner, who is not who they thought he was going to be, uh, and Carl Granderson. Mm-hmm. So I could see them taking another edge later on because, really, if they fix it, they that's their to. biggest they, issue. Yeah, They lost Marcus Davenport. Mm-hmm. That was a huge loss for the, for the defense. And to build a, a solid front four, you know, if they, again, if they were to draft a, an edge, uh, would help them a lot. I wouldn't be surprised. Well, I was going to say I wouldn't be surprised to see him trade up to get one, but I don't know that they have much draft capital. I need to look into that. I feel like they did not, but I could be wrong. Um, but the back, you know, their secondary is stout. Mm-hmm. <laughs> their secondary is stout, and their their uh, O line's pretty good. And Derek Carr is a huge upgrade at quarterback. So I mean, I can understand why they didn't worry about offense as much as some others would have. Uh, I think this was, yeah, I'm with you. I think this was probably the best pick they could have made at this spot. Yeah, I'd like to see him get another receiver, but uh, I and a tight end. But I, they they're pretty high on Jawan Johnson, I think. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, next is the Philadelphia Eagles. We kind of talked about this. They got Nolan Smith. They're recreating the Georgia defense from last year. Um, <laughs> next is the recreate. Yeah, next is the Chiefs, who takes Felix Anadike Uzama. Uh, which down boy. Yeah, yeah, out of Kansas. Yeah, out of Kansas State. Um, I like this because they went and got Charles Aminihue from the San Francisco 49ers. They need a little bit of edge, and I think he brings a, a speed to them uh, that's going to be – you've got Carl Loftus as more of the power rush on the other side, and then you've got Uzama, who's going to be able to bring that speed, uh, sitting next to Chris Jones. So I, I, I like it. I mean, they have other issues, but I'm not mad at this. Like – this makes Not sense, yeah. Now, now, real fast recap, because obviously there's no 32nd first-round pick because mm-hmm. the Dolphins forfeited that. Um, some people that have fallen that I just uh, – I'm going to rattle off a couple names. You stop me if there's one that really blows you away. But mm-hmm. uh, falling into the second, we got Jalen Hyatt. Drew Sanders was, was rated the top linebacker by a lot. Uh, Brian Branch, Luke, uh, Luke Musgrave, Michael Mayer, Josh Downs, Keon White, uh, Joey Porter Jr., Brian Branch. Schmitz. Yeah, Brian Branch, Keely Ringo, uh, Osiris Torrance, Darnell Washington. I mean, there's there's, there's really good players. B.J. Jolari. Who, yeah, who've fallen that I'm – Steve Avila. Will Levis, I think, would be the biggest surprise. 
compared to where, you know, I don't think anybody had him falling out of the first round. Yeah. Uh, going late, sure. There were some people that had that, but yeah, I'm surprised. Well, the good news is uh, we are about to do a, another episode right now where we mock the second and third and kind of go through it a little bit fast. Uh, so if you were interested in this, uh, keep an eye out. We will release the other one later today. But that is everything we have for the recap. Until next time, may the ACLs be with you. And also with you.